for letting our voices go live. And then before, ah, oh, Jimmy, why did you do this? That's that the podcast button? I forgot to put my stream deck on, so I had to uh, I had to guess which one was which. Then you guessed correctly. I did. I also okay. I need to rename this. Mm-hmm. Rename Will's Camer Cam Window Exclamation Mark. There we go. Now I know that that's what I'm going to look for. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy race that's day. It. Yeah. Welcome back to Formula One. Welcome back to Jimmy Broadbent Racing. And welcome back to us talking utter shit, but at a speedier pace. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We all got we all got places to be at the top of the hour. So this is the uh, this is the speed run edition of Tig Whippies. Uh, strap in because it's going to be uh, 45. Was it? 45 minutes or less or your podcast mm-hmm. is not free and you have to pay us for it with subscriptions yeah. so let's go here we go right so now yesterday microsoft indie briefing oh dear what a pity never mind how bad was that uh yeah i i didn't watch it and i i'm glad i didn't watch it i didn't i didn't have to waste my time with it i mean what in a nutshell it's like what we're doing now, but three hours, 20 minutes interjected with a load of trailers, about four or five interviews lasting about 20 minutes. Just no good. It was like that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much that was it in a nutshell. And there was three games that made me sort of have a passing interest. And that was that 12 minutes game, which is the interactive movie or interactive thriller where you you have run 12 minutes over and over again of a guy in the flat with his wife who says she did a murder and then police bust in. And you you go from there. You have to try and change things to stop all this happening. There's that one called Death's Door, um, which is like a top-down isometric um, Diablo type. Mm-hmm. And Song of Iron, which is more sort of in in alongside of Limbo, sort of side-scrolling, fighty, but you play as a Viking, it looks like, which is pretty cool. And that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Great. <sighs> Done. Handed. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm I'm creating a meme for us real quick while we're doing this. <laughs> Fair enough. And then on to the BAFTAs. The BAFTAs happened this week, which not many people... Not many people actually knew was happening. They're like, the BAFTAs were this week. It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> so it kind of snuck up on people um, because, again, there wasn't pretty much too hard about it, and it was online all. Now, L. Silly Wood did a fine job of hosting um, because of the situation, circumstances. Did a yeah, say fine job. Can't complain. The award winners. Now, before we get into this properly, I have a bone to pick with you guys, the public here, right? Last year, when The Last of Us Part 2 came out, what did you guys say? Hmm? Hmm? Shat on it, didn't you? You shat on it. Wasn't a great game. Oh, this thing, this thing here, this thing there, this is the problem. Abby, this, this, this. 
some of it justified, right? Yeah. Some of it justified, I would say. So why, in a public voted category, did you guys name it Game of the Year? Huh? Answer me that. Riddle me that, Batman. Apart from that, um, yeah, fair enough. You know, Hades going across the board. Carrion, good win. Last of Us got animation, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes mm-hmm. to Shima. Let's let's just. I'll just do the run. I'll just do the quick rundown, and then we can talk about it. Uh, Hades. What did Hades win? Artistic achievement, best game. It won game design. It won mm-hmm. narrative. It won Logan Cunningham. Won best performance in a supporting role for it. Uh, Last yeah. of Us Part Two won Laura Bailey best performance in a leading role. Last uh, <laughs> players elect game of the year and animation. Goes to Shishima, got audio achievement. Makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Sackboy got British game. I mean, sure, right? Yeah. yeah. Carrion got debut game. It was a good game. Carrion was a good game. Uh, also, there's a what, there's a developer's watch speedrun of that game that's done in about 10 minutes. So <laughs> that's the speedrun of that. See if these evolve in game. Sackboy got a family ad- uh, uh, adventure, got a family game. Uh, Animal Crossing got... Uh, Game Beyond Entertainment and Multiplayer. Miles Morales got music. Uh, yeah, Kentucky Route Zero, a TV edition, got original property. And Dreams got technical achievement. Uh, Hades won everything that I thought it should have won. Uh, it's great to see that they're getting getting a lot of support. Uh, as much as I crap on Last of Us Part Two, I think Laura Bailey should have won an award for that performance that she put in. I mean, she put in a performance of a character that was really hated, but probably drove the majority of Last of Us Two's story. Mm-hmm. Hey, Animal yeah. Crossing winning multiplayer. I think, I mean, in a in the world of 2020, uh, they probably went more wholesome than they would have. Yeah, if I can sort of. Uh, add to that the reason i think michael it won out over four guys is yes they were both games that we as a society needed to keep in touch with people and to to, to have a sense of community still i think the reason why animal crossing won it over four guys was because of what was in animal crossing i mean you know you look to people it gave you a, a surprise birthday party when you you know when you played it on your birthday Four guys didn't do that. Yes, there was special skins, like you could have Amongst Us and, you know, the Doom guy in there. But I don't know, from what I saw of Animal Crossing, it looked more personable to the person. And also, you can make the little different things. Like, they, they, they made the Eurogamer meet and greet section on an island. And then the Eurogamer video crew came in and actually did the meet and greet with them there. How sweet is that? I think if you're if you're looking at multiplayer games, it's the only multiplayer game where you're not trying to beat the other person. It's not a competitive thing. It's just getting together to do something fun. And I think that that's kind of a nice touch. Um, versus, I mean, well, who else was in the category? Uh, load that at bad boy up. A Deep Rock Galactic, Fall Guys, Ghost of Tsushima, Sackboy, and Valorant. All the other ones were about going up against other people. This one was about coming together. And remember, a multiplayer game can be that. It can be about just coming together to create something. Uh, Factorio, 
uh, Minecraft, I mean, yeah, Minecraft, for God's sakes, um, Satisfactory. They're just games where you, you you're, it's you versus you versus the, the the environment in the game. Now remember, there's different there's different modes of storytelling. If we I'm breaking this down into like English literature versions of stuff, there's multiple different types of story. So there's the there's the conflict of the hero versus another hero, or there's also the conflict of the hero versus the world, which is Marlou, which essentially what we're talking about here, where you look at you have conflict versus conflict, and four out of the uh, five out of the six games are that. And then there's conflict against the game. And then necessarily Animal Crossing isn't even like a conflict. It's just doing stuff together. And yeah, there is a part of gamesmanship and more gamesmanship in Animal Crossing because maybe you want a better house than your neighbors. But at that point, it's just keeping up with the Joneses. It's not like, you know, Valorant where you have, if you get headshot by a guy who then immediately calls you a, uh, you know, says something about doing something to your mother and then teabags you, you can obviously understand where that would put you in a mindset. Yeah. Uh, Miles Morales music, I mean... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's that's absolutely fair. I love that's everything that true. Hades got. Um, mm -hmm. I thought it was a very underrated game. And the, <laughs> the fact that it got so much love in the BAFTAs. Um, the only thing I'm a little sad about and and I'm okay that it, that he didn't win, considering who did win. Mm -hmm. Oh, he wasn't even on the list. I'll never never mind then. <laughs> the uh, the guy who voiced um, Hades, yeah, in Hades, yeah, um, was also the guy who's been the composer of all of their games. So he composed the music for Bastion, Transistor. And also now Hades. Nice. Um, but you know the reason why Logan, everybody love, you should love Logan Cunningham as the as the winner of the best supporting role. Was that? He also was the guy who voiced the narrator in Bastion. Oh, sweet! It's the same actor, voice actor. Oh, sweet! Morning, Chris. Morning. We're doing a speed run. We need to get this thing done by eleven. Got it. <laughs> Games have been playing, Valor. Done. Nice. What do you think about the BAFTAs? I didn't watch it. Okay, I'll, I'll run. I'll run them down to you. Uh, Hades won everything important. Good. Well done. Great. Ten out of ten. Uh, yep. There, Microsoft did a thing, and uh, it was about indie games, and nobody really cared. Uh huh. Carrion won best debut game. Which good for carrying. We like that. Yep. Yep. Uh hypocritical made uh, and voted for Last of Us Part Two to win best game. Uh huh. Perfect reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I can still vote. They still let you do vote on this. Vote now. <laughs> can I still vote? No. no, voting is closed. <laughs> then why keep the vote now button up if I can't vote again anymore? Crazy, crazy. Bastards. Crazy. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much what the what the BAFTAs were. Good job in the circumstances. Microsoft, what what was that? It's like streamer. Stream, stream a bit for, two, for three and a half hours. 
Maybe okay. we get to skip yeah. early, I can tell you that much. How is the Valorant scene, by the way? I've watched you play a few matches. You seem to be a sneaky boy. <laughs> it seems like you're either on a great team that just steamrolls or you get steamrolled. Yeah, yeah. It's it's either it's either like we click, it's fun, we do well, or uh my teammates don't know how to use a zipper. I've I've heard some of the audio conversations that like you guys have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very simple zipper, you just pull it up and pull it down. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's just that it's not sure. even one that detaches. No, it, they can't operate the like one that's you know still whole all the way through. Uh they can't operate it. Yeah. I just I just can't. I just can't. I, there's like it, and the worst part is like you have like I remember the one match that just distinctly sticks into my head like you have like a like a 10 year old kid playing with you guys and like mm -hmm. he's trying to make plays but he's not good yep. <laughs> he's trying to make plays he's not good he's trying to make meme uh statements he doesn't understand what he's saying and like it was a room full of like people our age just going oh uh-uh <laughs> like kid may maybe 20 years ago on halo one on xbox yeah i would have been with you but right nope. now no <laughs> yeah there, there was a lot of us just going like well like we were we weren't being rude either which was the nice thing everyone was like polite yeah it was just like that that joke doesn't land kid it's okay <laughs> I, I liked how yeah you guys all took the high road of like he just doesn't know better yeah, that's just it. I'm like, hey, more things should be like this. Sometimes people just don't know any better. Mm hmm. But if he came in there, I mean, what was the meme I sent you a day ago or so? Uh, oh, um, it was. Oh, that's Markiplier pantsless. Yep, that's about. Yep. It's part of the course. Oh, yeah. Uh, it it always it always be like this. Um. Me trying to clutch a 1v5 battle. My friends are blasting my music through the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and then also Markiplier Pantsless. <laughs> Directly from Unizanas. I was going to say, was that when he was playing Hunipolt? <laughs> no, no, no. That was that was Unizanas. I, I found an entire, uh, I think it was a... Was it a 20-minute or two-hour compilation of every single Una's Honest scene where a paintball gun is involved in? <laughs> <laughs> and that and that one is when they're doing the naked painting. He's like, oh, you think I'm going to shoot you with this? Oh, no, no. I'm just posing with this, Ethan. <laughs> it's fine. Draw the picture. Oh, look, the safety was off. My bad. Now it's on. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> and then obviously the also because it started off with me finding a video of it was mark put up it was, it's chica's birthday i'm like oh it's chica's birthday and it was like remember when they tried to build chica a doghouse and then i watched the video of them trying to build chica a doghouse or at least the clip mm -hmm. part of it where it's just mark going <gasps> as ethan tries and then then yep. it led led on to paintball and that's how i got there Mm -hmm. logical uh, logical progression yep yeah. mark and then mark paint pantsless 
holding a paintball gun. Content! <laughs> yes, logical progression is the stuff. So, Valorant. Pretty good, yeah? Yep. Except for when Valorant. it isn't. Yeah, yeah, no. There's there's a few components to it that are frustrating, um, but overall it, it uh, hits in that um, that competitive feeling that like I enjoy. And yeah. Not as the, toxic the spread, as Team Fortress. Not not as toxic as Team Fortress. Um the the bullet spread is absolutely broken. The hit scan is absolutely broken. You'll definitely watch bullets go through people's faces and through to the other side and just like nothing happens. You'll definitely watch bullets pinging off of people, blood splurts everywhere, and then you hit one out of all of your shots. So there's there's definitely like technical problems within the game, but yeah, still fun. It's still early-ish. I mean, it's not an early access game anymore, but it's still like early in its development cycle, its release cycle. So yeah, it's only it's only like two years old now. Yeah, there's time to refine that. I mean, look, I mean, the problem people probably still have the problem with that with team with not only Team Fortress, but, um, but uh, Counter Strike, Counter Strike, yeah. and that game is millennia old it's older than it's older than the internet itself <laughs> come mm -hmm. my friends allow me to talk to you about a mod that was for for half-life that then became the first esport it is where i learned in the for, for, forge my battles of hatred it's where i learned to temper my rage it is where i've learned the art of the teabag for you have not felt pain until you have triple stacked on top of each other to form the Tower of Power and snipe across the map. And if you don't understand that, then you really don't know Counter-Strike. The jumps. The, 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 the Tower of Power. Anyways, what were we talking about? Speedrun. <laughs> Chris Ryan, yeah. <laughs> so, That's what I've been playing. <laughs> Before before James gets his cock out. Oh, I've got to yes. talk about that. How did you know I beat Honey Pop Two this week? I I was watching. <laughs> so, play play Yakuza Five, or as I'm now calling it, Red Dead Yakuza, because of hunting. Yes, it's more hunting than hunting, and more hunting. Uh, I played snooker 19 i got myself a new highest break record of 136 and a win very nice completed the pre-sequel of borderlands dlc with uh, geo so thank you very much geo for that more set of corsa played four guys got our, uh, our team win which was great because they now put squad mode on that <gasps> finished what i consider uh done on babaraju for the main levels we got did part of the second world off screen and then it came down to a part where you have to do this to get a secret world. And I thought, to hell with that. I'm done. Bye-bye. Played a shit game called Balance Lot, which was uh, Ratalaka published. And is just a knight who doesn't have enough money to buy a horse to go into a jousting tournament. So he uses a unicycle going across uh, the salt course. And it's quite shit, really. And then finally, a, a racing game called Battle Riders, which is... Uh, kind of Mario Kart-esque, Wipeout-esque in terms of, you know, use weapons and boosts and things. Not bad. 
not greatest. Not terrible. That's all I've been playing. Great. Uh, hi, everybody. <laughs> My name is James. Uh, I have played two games this week. Uh, I beat Honey Pop 2 for science um, because somebody needed to. So <laughs> I never thought I would be saying that the first game I beat in 2021 was Honey Pop 2, but there you go. Gonna have to discuss that one at the end of the year. Um, do I really need to explain it to you guys? <laughs> they have a mode that is censored, but but why would you play it like that? You know why you bought Honey Pop too. Yep. You don't don't bought it for milkers. Yeah, you did it. All right. Uh, <laughs> number two. Uh, this is just a public service announcement. Announcement. Subverse came out on the early access yesterday. Oh boy. So. Once again, on over to the Steam store. <laughs> it's only thirty bucks too. That's a deal. Um, so yeah, that's a thing. Uh, we're just gonna move right on that. Then let's talk about Football Manager because it is Football Manager time, and I have just recorded episode seventy-eight as of yesterday. Do you know I'm seventy-eight episodes into this thing now? Jesus! <laughs> like what the fuck? Why is there like four different modes of gameplay? There is. There's like an XCOM style. There's a shmup style of gameplay. It actually all works together. They also make a meme joke on like, you know, Mass Effect, how you used to like fly to planets and have to scan them for anomalies. Yep. They 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 have that. They have that exact system in there. I'm just like, oh my god, it's Mass Effect. <laughs> well, we'll be investigating this later this weekend. I have um I have already science. sunk. I I I put time into it for science i play it <laughs> so you don't have to or i play it and I I, you, i'm still going to yeah oh, oh no i know you're gonna i'm talking to chat i'm not talking to you chris i know you're gonna play me and you are gonna compare notes yep yep uh -huh, by the way uh -huh. we're, we're scientists by the way everyone scientists scientific voice acting very good like also like it is definitely a fourth wall breaking game so yep. like it breaks the fourth wall all the time to the point where he's like, are you ready for the obligatory tutorial video? He's like, he's like, well, we, and then the captain goes, well, we better get this done. We better get this done because I'm pretty sure all the players of this game are, are sporting a pre, uh, a pregame stiffy. And they said, don't worry, we'll have a lewd content scene exactly after the tutorial. And I'm just like, mm, they know this. They know too well. They know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing started as a parody. Yeah, and then it actually, they actually made it, <laughs> and they're still making it. Like, and the yep. <laughs> and, and the and the weirdest part is, is that like I've been watching this story, and I'm actually kind of like, okay, I'm kind of want to know what's going on with this story. <laughs> 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 like, there's there's like a freaking um, there's a space opera level plot happening here, where like an empress <laughs> steps down and like puts her daughter who isn't really ready to be put on the throne on the throne is manipulating things in the background to create who's using another person to have your character start a rebellion against her daughter <coughs> so that she can show that like her ways are best, which are more tyrannical and like to their scripture to overthrow her own daughter. So she can go back on the throne. I'm like, wow, this is some Machiavellian level shit here for us for a fuck game. <laughs> I'm like this is, this is thought <laughs> out. <laughs> Well, I'm still going like this is like and there's like a religious scripture involved and I'm like oh my god this is actually not too bad. Meanwhile, ass and titties. 
<laughs> There's a cliff if ever I fucking heard one. <laughs> Glad I can help you guys out. Machiavellian level space opera with ass and titties. <laughs> Meanwhile, ass and titties. <laughs> that is that is the game. Yep. Um. It it is. Uh, Chris, I you, we will compare notes. But yes, I've I've enjoyed my time with it. Um. It's even funnier that Kim is just like. Kim was just like, oh, I want to play this too. And I'm like, okay. She's like, you're not going to stop me? I'm like, why? No. <laughs> like, no. That's why. There's ass and titties. <laughs> She's like, I also want to play Honey Pop too. I said, okay, you have access to my Steam library. Download it and play it. She's like, you're not going to stop me? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> And she's like, why are you? She's like, you know, she's like, you understand why I'm not upset at you about playing these games, right? And I said, yeah, because I bought you 12 different Hitomi games. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the right. <laughs> you for you, you forwent that, right? You you volunteered to opt out. <laughs> you volunteered that out. And don't say that wasn't into, into in relation to football manager because we all know football manager is totally sacred. Football manager and Mark, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, we have we. I mean, Michael, I can talk to you about this because you've seen last 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 episode where Mark got a red card against Arsenal in the Community Shield, the trophy that nobody cares about. So Mark got suspended, got a red card. Literally five days later. In the first game of the Premier League, what happens in the 20th minute? Mark Hawk gets another red card. He <laughs> gets suspended for three games. I got an angry cock. <laughs> you got a raging cock, it sounds like. Actually, he's got 20. Aggre- his, his, his aggressiveness is 20, so I have an aggressive cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting there going like, you've got to be kidding me, Mark. You've been on the pitch this season for literally 40 minutes and have two red cards. Two games, 40 minutes, two red cards. I'm like, that's that's a first, man. That's a first. Mark Cock, red carding it up. So, that's what I've been dealing with. <laughs> Nothing worse than a raging cock. I know exactly. Don't you hate it when you're in the middle, when you're starting your season, and you're, tight, you're set your back-to-back title defense, and you just get an awkward cock first thing? You get stand up in front of the, you open your new stadium. You're proud to be standing in front of your home for your home crowd. And you just get an aggressive cock just right there for everybody to see. And then he goes waving himself all around and gets thrown out. And you're sitting there going like, well, now I'm embarrassed about my raging cock. Your cock was taken off the pitch. Cock was taken off the pitch. He wasn't even warned. I didn't even get a warning for my raging cock. He just he just got straight redded off. Apparently because he was lunging, so my lunging cock got 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 taken off the pitch. Was he trying to fill a hole that wasn't there? I mean, no. No, I don't think it was he wasn't trying to fill a hole he wasn't there. But I think he was sticking a he, cock was trying to stick himself in a place that he didn't belong. You see, that's what happens, you know. You get disqualified cock if it tries to wrap itself. I mean, he was trying to support his buddy who vacated the space. So Mark Cock was trying to fill the vacated space, but he just went in the wrong way and got thrown out. So yeah, that that forced me to make some moves in the transfer window, which you'll be seeing. Sorry, you're you're there. That's Will. 
you're there. Uh, <laughs> you guys will be seeing in about an hour and a half's time. I've got the video rendered. It's ready to go. Uh, I spent a lot of money. I spent a lot of money. I don't know how much how I keep getting all of this money, but I keep spending it. Uh, thank you, by the way, for our new $2 million soda, soda deal. Iron Brew, Corby Town is happy to have you as their sponsor. <laughs> no, it said, like, you signed a sponsorship deal for a, with a soda company for 2.5 million pounds. I was like, hello, Iron Brew. Unfortunate that Ass Man isn't your save anymore. No, Ass Man. And I've looked for an Ass Man. There isn't any Ass Men or Pit Bulls or Hornies. But we've got cocks. We've got multiple cocks. There's a coke there's a coach called Cock that I was gonna bring in as the as like a defensive coach. It was good at so like there's cock and cock working on their heading. Sp cock sparring heading practice right there. It's it's such a pity you didn't have two cocks as attackers. Because then you could have two cocks up front trying yeah. to double penetrate the defense. Or playmaking cocks. As midfielders, <laughs> Mark yeah, Cock can make that joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> We're talking about Mark Cock. <laughs> Jesus. One of the online, um, one of the on-air sorry people in WWE at the time was doing like a raw talk, the pants show stuff, and then she made a joke that was blatantly set, you know, filthy about double penetration, and she sat there and blatantly went, "I like DP." And we're just like, wow, wow, she went there and they removed her since. And now, yeah, I know this is this is probably not a, a good place to do a, ta a WWE tangent, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, the weird so tangents all the Peacock, time. <laughs> so recently they moved to Peacock from, you know, have their own network. And Peacock is apparently starting to edit out all the adult stuff on there. Okay. Which is in itself a little bit. But that's not the bit that's really pissed me off this week. Um, it looks like they're trying to get Logan Paul as part of WrestleMania. Peacock or WWE? WWE. I, I mean, on, in Vince McMahon's coke-rattled, steroid-affected brain. Are they, are they going to have him, like, walk in on, like... Oh, God, sorry. I really shouldn't say this. This is really bad. I, I can't. I all right. <laughs> this this is an R-rated joke here. Ready? You, if you thought the DP joke was bad, get ready for this one because this is this this one may touch on a, a bad subject. Will raise your hand if it gets very it gets too bad. I, I have a it, feeling I know where you're going with this one. Have something on Twitter about um, Kevin Owens making similar gag. Well, no, I was going to say is is Logan Paul going to walk in on the next play on the next wrestler that they find that had suicide and go. Oh my god! That seems like it is. Hey, that's as much a shot at Logan Paul as a WWE. Give health care to your goddamn workers, you you horrible company. Yeah, fucking unionize people, you mm -hmm. You know the reason why I watch AWE every once in a while, besides on the fact that they have freaking the greatest lazy wrestler of all goddamn time? <laughs> yeah, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, whose distress style is specifically called sloth style. Because <laughs> they treat their wrestlers better. Because they're because their wrestlers have health care, like that's 
it's that's it. Like there's nothing. I mean, it's pretty much the same, but they have health care. It's like, wow. Okay. So if they get hurt on the job, like they have health care. And like they provided coronavirus testing for like all the events. So they made sure all the he- the wrestlers were cleared. And then like even it even like watching them, like when like the the arenas were empty, all of the other wrestlers would be like on like the front row of the arena cheering the other wrestlers as they were wrestling. I'm like, you don't see Triple H sitting in front of the front row going, yeah, yeah, unless there's a story plot for it. And this one they all did. They were like all there hanging out, just cheering on cheering them on. I'm like, you don't you don't, you don't get that in the WWE. Also, it has Chris Jericho, who's seen better days, but he's still Chris Jericho. Yeah. I remember when he came into wrestling. Yes, I remember that. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Logan Paul, that's just a bad choice. Yeah, any member of the fucking Paul family is a bad choice. I mean, it's not just because of the whole suicide bloody you know, body thing in Japan. Plenty of other reasons. Yeah. He, There's a he long list. Things. I don't know people are like, ah, but he's changed over the past two years. No, he hasn't. No, no, he hasn't. Fuck off. Yeah, he's taken steroids. He's gotten thicker. The only thing I want happen to Logan Paul is money Mayweather coming out of ret- coming out of semi-possible, you know, retirement that he may have been in and to beat the living daylights out of him. Or him to run his mouth at Brock Lesnar and get Brock Lesnar coming out of UFC retirement and hurting him that way. Because that would be fun. Yeah, I can't see Logan Paul. I No, actually, I shouldn't say. I can see Logan Paul being a huge hit in WWE. Because you know the reason why they're probably doing that? They're probably bleeding fans. They don't know how to reach a younger audience. So they're going to bring in Logan Paul because he reaches a certain demographic. And that's going to bring them into watching wrestling. It's It's a pure business decision. You know, and besides our, you I, know. Hope, I hope it's such a bad decision that it backfires. And I hate saying that because I love the wrestling business. Just don't like certain people in the wrestling business. No, that's the. <laughs> I don't like the people who run the wrestling business. I like some of the people who are in the wrestling business. Does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah. That's. I think that's fair. Like, because from what I've heard, like the guy who played Mankind was actually a very genuinely nice person. And like oh, yeah, Mick, did, Mick Foley has done like tons of shit for charity and like tons of huge stuff. I mean, we make a movie, but like the guy who started wrestling, John Cena, has done more make-a-wishes than anybody else in the world and still fucking does them. And as much as mm-hmm. he's a meme, guy's a national fucking treasure. <laughs> like does what he can't, like just... He, he, I think he's he's got he's more time on a plane than he is like in his own goddamn house. Because he's going to all this make a wish stuff, and that's what you get. You get people like that. You get the people like The Rock, who like is a generally good and nice person too. You look yeah. at the stuff he yeah. does. He gets Stone Cold Steve Austin. He has a little bit of a redneck, but I didn't. He's a smart, <laughs> but he's a smart guy. Like if you listen to like some of his actual talks, like he's not a dumb person in the, in the slightest. Like Steve Austin, like, like they're smart guys. But you get guys like the ass man and you know, (laughs) he'll just say, we'll just kind of push that aside. But then, you know, wrestling had some wonderful, Andre, the giant, Mm -hmm. wonderful person. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm glad that like oriented this was in the, the another age of wrestling but like I'm sorry but I must hurt you like like they didn't like make him like this overly aggressive dude they just let him be him Princess Bride great movie this is how I knew Andre mm -hmm. the Giant the wonderful movie and that was my introduction to Andre as well yeah <laughs> kind of for me I think I saw him at the same sort of time as Wrestlemania 3 was in the video stores because you know when when I was younger dad used to watch like the ITV world of sport British wrestling style which is a lot more pantomime which if you can get your head around that nothing, um, nothing beats early 90s Japanese style wrestling that's hard hitting shit right there. Right? You want to talk like over the top pantomime. Just like, <laughs> just like, just the, in some of the videos you see today where it's just like, like the guy like does like the backflip and like land, like does like the move and the guy lands on his feet and he just like looks up slowly. And you just see like the Japanese guy just go like, oh, and he's slowly turning around and like that, that is, that is it. That's wrestling taking to its peak. <laughs> There was, wrestling plus five hundred percent animation. Yes, I mean things like <laughs> stuff. I mean, you had two two guys like Stan the Lariat Hansen, tough Texan. You had the Boulder, Colorado native Big Van Vader, went over there and they had a match. And Stan Hansen knocked his eye out, knocked Vader's eye out. Vader with a bulging eye just went like this and went, popped it back in, carried on the match. It's like fuck me, you're a tough bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're absolutely high on adrenaline during that, yeah. and cocaine. Oh, yeah. Back then, it was cocaine. Yeah, sometimes cocaine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's be real; yeah. it was cocaine. <laughs> oh yeah, to to be naive and say they didn't party with the recreational gr drugs and drink in that day would be very, very, very naive of anybody to yeah. say that. Look at the Ultimate Warrior, for God's sakes. Yeah, you you can't tell me that some sort of illicit material was not involved in any of that because the cream rises to the top. Like just, just that entire segment. By the way, great sleight of hand on him to keep having the creamer show up out of nowhere. Like he's doing sleight of he hand. He had two. He had two creamers, <laughs> and he drops one halfway through. Yep, because <laughs> he puts it on the guy's. The cream rises to. <laughs> Cause we're the cream of the crop, brother. Ah, Randy Savage. <laughs> <sighs> he was one of the best, but you know, again, a little bit. Mm. Not all your heroes wear capes, man. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they do mile line long line long uh, lines of coke. Just happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's another great quote for this episode. Not all your heroes wear capes. <laughs> Hey, one of my favorite bands is The Doors, and fucking Jim Morrison did more drugs than anybody. <laughs> Rolling Stones, fucking hell, Keith Richards. It's the only reason as why Dennis Leary, As Dennis Leary once famously said to me, it's like, you know, Keith Richards used to do adverts about kids not doing drugs. So they can't do any drugs. You took them all. We have to wait to you and then smoke It's for the kids. <laughs> I always love the joke that, like, when the apocalypse happened, there will be three things left in this world. A Twinkie bar... A cockroach and Keith Richards and Keith Richards be looking at the cockroach and going, you know, I smoked your uncle once. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> at this point now, it's also going to be the queen. 
because we're pretty sure she's an immortal god. I would make another joke here, but I don't want to offend the British aristocracy. <laughs> I was going to say a joke that would have probably offended people, but no, I'm not going to. I'll leave that. I, well, I was going to offend people. Will, I was, Will I, that's a first. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. The what are we? Some sort of bad influence? Am oh. I the one who has to be wholesome now? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with this podcast? <laughs> I've always been twirling the edge. And by the way, I will I will say the PG version of my of my joke. We already know the queen is going to be an immortal person. Just just look at Philip. <laughs> the lich king. And I want to, he's scary. I know, right? <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It's like Jesus Christ. That's the real reason why Megan and Harry left. <laughs> Let me hold the baby. Adorable. Let me hold the baby. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, are you from Transylvania? <laughs> no, Greece. <laughs> Get your otherworldly tendrils away from our child. It's the bacon, isn't it? <laughs> it's the bacon. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, right. Okay, uh, pimp out shout out time. F1 qualifying in nine minutes. Yep. <laughs> we did it, folks. <laughs> Speed run done. Yeah. Next month, uh, 24th through to 25th of April, 25 hours for Extra Life. Join us for that stuff. Things great. Big time. Chat, thank you very much for being here as usual. Uh, thank you very much for the very lovely message from <laughs> Booty Base on Twitter yesterday. Thank you to James and Chris for being awesome as always because they are top people. Always oh. look, check their stuff out if they're on. That's the will meme. We don't need me. I have a meme button. I didn't know I have a meme window. Meme. Go figure, James. You have a meme window. Good on you. Uh, <gasps> Corby Town. Later today. Uh, another episode tomorrow. Series is just going to go. Uh, I've got to beat 126 episodes. That's what Take Whippies FC was. So we're going for there. I have unfinished business. Uh, the other thing is too is I signed Harry Kane from Barcelona. He has yet to win a competition. He's yet to win the Premier League. He's yet to win the Champions League. So that's the goal: win Harry Kane, the Champions League, and the Premier League before he retires. Chris, do you have anything to add? Nope. Okay. Uh, that's been it. We're gonna go to the ending button screen. Have a good one, everybody. We love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>